That's you, dude. Invited on the grams. Join the room. On the Instagrams. Oh, God, you're coming through so loud. I got some peeps rolling in. All right. Guys, let me know if there's an echo uh, from James. Worst case, we can just mute him and resume the live stream. Yeah, obviously it's my fault because I'm the one uh, sitting in a closet in front of a window on the ground. It's definitely my setup that's going to be causing issues. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, I uh, I am out of state, out of my usual uh, usual place. So we're making do. Right. Righteous says Daniel. He says James. Righteous Juan. He said my name first for the record. He did. But I read it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever helps your ego. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Rasp Guy. <laughs> DJ Aaron says, nice, dude. What's up? What's up, DJ Aaron? Um, motivate through greatness. What boots are best for Rasp? JK, love the training programs. I've seen great progress. Awesome, dude. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it. Um, Zach says, yo, yo, dude. BDJ says, great evening. It's a great evening for sure, dude. Welcome to the live chat. All right, guys. So if you don't know, uh, this is the Train Like a Ranger live chat where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and military prep. Uh, BDJ says, James, looking nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. That's good, dude. Um, I didn't get a compliment, but it, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not offended. <clears throat> uh, D. Jarens, maybe that's on you. <laughs> D. Jarens says these weekly lives are awesome. Thanks, dude. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, hi, James. Well, you got anything on your end? Um, I was actually just bringing up the old questions, uh, but no, I don't. <clears throat> okay. Oh, we had some old ones. Um, uh, yes, some things we didn't get through from our last live. Uh, I got one here, though. Motivate Through Greatness says, I wanted to know what made you want to train other people after getting out of bat, specifically war fighting programs. Um, man, so I got out, and I actually, my first job out of the military was as a, as a sales manager. And... I did that on top of school. It was just like, it just felt like uh, it, w- it was a lot of work. And uh, I was like, man, this isn't really what I want, what I want to be doing while I'm going to school. Um, so I started looking at what else I could be doing. I found, uh, found out I could, like I was going to the, to the gym, right? And I was seeing these dudes who were personal trainers. I was like, man, that looks pretty sweet. And so I got a personal trainer cert, uh, got a job um, as a personal trainer and I loved it. Like it, it was kind of gave me like a piece of like interacting with people again and coaching people. Like I really enjoyed that aspect of being a team leader, like being able to coach people and like, especially in the fitness uh, stuff, like it's, it just felt really good. So I just, I continued to do that. And then uh, when I graduated, I started this and really a lot of the guys who came in were wanted to know the military prep stuff. Um, and it was awesome. It was like, it gave me that piece of, uh, it was like I got to use my past again to help people and, and on top of the expertise that I gained beyond the military. Um, so I went on to 
get a sports nutrition certification, uh, strength and conditioning uh, coach certification. And, uh, and I've trained, I've, I've been a trainer now, uh, I guess started 2017. So now we're, you know, over four years doing this. Um, so yeah, it's pretty great. I guess five years now. Yeah. We're coming up on five years of, uh, being a trainer. So I love it. So I get a, a little bit of my old past that gets to help and, and then also my new expertise. So, um, you got anything on your end? Uh, at gaming says looking cute, Daniel. Thank you at gaming. I'm pretty sure we all know that it was like, a pi- it was a pity thing though. So just don't take, you know, <laughs> very cool um salty master sergeant says uh where's your beard daniel i've seen it and all your memes i had to shave right before this live stream so i didn't intimidate anybody uh lear says dan and jay who can grow the best facial hair neither of us (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's the truth um i try to grow early on in the stage i try to grow some really i tried to grow like a full beard it was bad yeah Neither of us. face hard. Yeah. <laughs> I have like nothing comes in right here. Like this, yeah. I can get this, I can get this, I can get, but like, it's just like right here. It's just like nothing happens right here. So yeah, I got the gap here and then I just got this random oval. You can kind of see it now. I got like, it's kind of <clears throat> filling in a little bit, but this big oval right here, just nothing. It's like, a, it's just smooth, dude. Um, Connor, Connor says uh, he shaved it off. It'll be back next post. He shaves it for lives and trainer talks. Yeah, I was actually kidding about everything I just said. Um, yeah, actually, every time I do a train like a ranger workout, there's a full beard right after. So uh, you guys be careful if you guys uh, are doing it for morning PT or something. Just make sure you got a razor on hand. Uh, Exile says, how can I improve my bench press? I'm doing the advanced military prep program and my squat and deadlift have gone up by 50 pounds, but my bench is the same and it's frustrating. Um, See, I increasing bench press is more about um, but grip is huge depending on like what lift you're doing if you're going for like a one rep max. Um, But supplementary muscles are big for the bench press as well as doing uh incline decline and flat um just kind of like rounding out all those muscles is going to give you a higher one rep max yeah yeah I'd work on uh really just getting up get a spotter and uh especially if you're working on your max get a spotter and, and really work through some some struggles right work through some heavier weight um you're gonna have to walk yourself up it's gonna take time right so um typically typically I would say you're walking up in increments of five pounds, um, maybe a week if you're fast tracking. Uh, and just, again, have that spotter, make sure you got somebody in case you fail, they can kind of help you work through it. Um, also, what I what I would do when I'm spotting people who are working on breaking strength plateaus is I would actually guide them. So I would float my hands under the bar. And as soon as that failure started to come in, that's when I would help as a spotter. And then I would let them work through the rest of the rep. So you're not just pulling it up as soon as they fail. You still let them push through and and finish the reps. Or you know, if it's their last rep, they finish that rep. If they got a couple, you can even work through that. Unless it's just like too egregious, like they can't get any. If they if they got noodle arms, then obviously drop the weight, <clears throat> take the rest time. Um, yeah, just really pushing through the plateaus is the goal. Yeah, and some I know I know some people have like a weaker bench, but really strong um, deadlift and 
uh, squat. Just it also, you know, genetics plays into it as well. But yeah, rounding out some of those muscles, you know, making sure you're hitting every section um, is going to help you on your one rep max for sure. Yeah, and then also um, another thing that I should mention is work through the full range. Uh, you know, tempo is a big thing in training. So yeah, you have the times where you can just kind of rep things out, but also make sure you work on the what we what we refer to you guys probably know it as negatives but the eccentric part of the lift um, when you're lowering the bar down take more time to kind of work on controlling the bar on the way down as well as the way up um, because you're going to build more stability and well-rounded um, a well-rounded body that way so that'll help with your your stability and recruitment as well so make sure you're getting the full range of motion whenever you're doing your lifting that gives me too much time to think about how heavy it is. So I don't like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <clears throat> um, that, that'd be a good article as well. Talking about different, um, feeling like the weight's muscular... heavy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how, okay. BDJ says, how long were you guys in and what made you want to get it? So, um, get out. I did get out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did, uh, I did one term. James was seven years, was medically retired. Um, so about so four I and a half. I, yeah. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four and a half years. Um, we actually get this question often and, uh, we got, like I accomplished a lot in a short amount of time, actually more so than I initially set out to do. And so for me, it was kind of like one of those things where I did everything I wanted to do. I was a young guy and I was ready to move on and see what else was out there. But it was an awesome experience. Like would change nothing. But uh, I would say by the time I got out, I was ready to get out and try new things. Uh, Yeah, I felt similarly. Um, I mean, I did get medically retired, but there are probably ways that I could have, you know, if I really wanted to kind of fight through, but I just kind of had gotten what I wanted out of it. Um, and you know, with my medical and everything like that, I didn't see as much of a reason to kind of stay and keep doing that. If it was going to cause me adverse health effects. <clears throat> yeah. And it's sad to follow up. Salty master starts and says, is your hair in regs? And like, you know, like I said, I could grow a, a, a mullet or a, uh, or just a mop top if I if I wanted to, right? <laughs> my, I actually I still keep my hair shaped. I I uh they left it a little longer on top. I kind of got this Rihanna thing going on. First of all, I feel about it, dude. Don't compare yourself to. <laughs> Come on, um, my hair was never in regs even when I was in. Honestly, <clears throat> yeah, I used to get yelled at a lot. Yeah, actually, what we would do is we'd grow the top out. Um. I got in trouble one time because I kept growing the top out. You just keep it all the in the beret. Out. You're like, yeah, just, you just shove it in the beret, dude. Um, yeah, keep the keep the shide the the side the shides the, the sides keep the shides uh, clean cut right and leave the leave the top long. They're pretty yeah. lax though. The the haircutting standards have gotten much more lax. Uh, even when I was getting out, like some of the sergeant majors had had trouble. They'd yell at dudes, and guys would be like. So major, this is in regulation. They're like, I don't care. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roger that, sir, major. <clears throat> um, motivate through greatness. Says, glad you found something you love that you could give back. Yeah, me too. That that's that feels good. Because what I will say though is, 
and me and James talk about this. Um, I've actually talked about this in other podcasts and things, but when you get out after doing something like that, even, you know, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's, you know, four or five years, 20 years, I feel like guys get out and come to a similar dilemma of as soon as, uh, as soon as you get out, it's, it's a, uh, I got Jay Blancas from veteran with a sign just texting me. That's cool. Um, but, uh, you, you get out and um, you, you go, what, what do I do? You know, like, who, who am I? You got to kind of find your identity again. And um, that's, that's tough because, you know, you, you had this title, you had something that you were doing and then all of a sudden you're changing course. And while, and that's why I say it's important for guys like to recognize you still are in that title and it's still a part of you. Now, do you want it to be your whole identity? No, not quite. And, and, you know, it's important to find, I think, to me, community, uh, sense of purpose, and uh, physical activity is a good one to throw in there, too. If you can find a group that does all those things, I mean, that's important. But, you know, finding those three things is very important to uh, continue and beyond. And I think, you know, part of that's with Train Like a Ranger. Other things I do, too, is, is good. Like, like I said, the martial arts, I find those three things. But uh, sorry, James, I'm just on a ramble, but, uh, that doesn't like sound Rangers, like you at all, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, the drill dude. Uh, but with train like a ranger, you know, I got, I got community and I got a uh, sense of purpose and we're talking about physical activity. Um, so I kind of got those three things here. So that's cool. Yeah. It is cool to give back and, and use my past, you know, I don't, was there a question? I don't, I, I don't know what just happened. No, they they were just in for a ride. They didn't know. Okay, that's uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, exiled. Uh, nope, that's already we already did that one. Um, Ordinary American says, "Hey, saw you were live. Just wanted to jump in and say thanks a ton for your workout vids. The follow along stretch and warm up really helped me avoid a lot of soreness and injuries." Um, I appreciate your service, guys. Best of luck with everything. Keep putting out good content. Ordinary American, we appreciate that. Uh, yeah, for. My cat is just screaming down at my feet right now. Um, so yeah, we appreciate that. And I, the warm up, the cool down guides are really, really good. I use them because uh, I'm getting old, so it definitely helps me not be as sore after uh, the Warrior Program days. Yeah, uh, a lot of people like those. Uh, yeah, so that's super. Um, that makes me super happy. I have you to. Know? I just uh, have to have them play audio though. I can't actually look at Daniel while I'm doing it because that makes me sick. So. <laughs> okay yeah whatever whatever helps you um yeah i uh dude that's uh it's funny um (laughs) you want to hear how dumb i am i had this i was like hey guys let me know if tony's echoing um i had this blaring through my computer and i realized just now i was like you know i don't have to have this on this audio on on my computer because i can hear you through the cell phone so um all right if there's any if there's any echo, it's gone now, dude. Uh, Salty Master Sergeant says, Joe Dirt, I'm talking about the mullet. Uh, it's Deer Tay. Joe Deer Tay. X says, one, he says, how many reps can Dan's beard do? And he says, can we call Jay the JJ because he's a Bills fan? You know, I'm not really... Yes. I don't really love the the Bills yes, slander yes, that's going on. Okay, they, listen, I don't like the Bills slander that's going on, okay? I'm almost 30 years old. 
I've had enough. I've had enough hardship being a Bills fan. I don't need y'all coming in here, coming at me. We lost four Super Bowls in a row. We've never won a Super Bowl. We didn't make the playoffs for 19 years straight. Okay, I've been through it already. All right, like my path has been hard. Okay, why don't you show a little bit of empathy? Okay, he's he's really he's really upset right now. Um, had a rough time with the Bills no, lately, dude. Honestly. You guys can say whatever you want. I've I've been a Bills fan for thirty years. I know deep heartache and sadness from that. So anything you guys say, it's just <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm so just like stonewalled to it at this point. <laughs> um, man, man. So no, we can't. Uh, Zay, Zay says, uh, or actually, sorry, I saw uh, Jaren's got a question. He said two weeks ago. I tore some ligaments in my ankle. Some? Like how many? <laughs> some is scary. Um, <laughs> uh, I've, had, I've gained my walking back and uh, doing upper body workouts. Any advice on keeping a positive mindset during a nasty injury? Actually, yes, here I am back on the YouTube campaign. But um, uh, a good video to reference is the overtraining video because it talks about injury and kind of being sidelined and uh, practices that you can use to kind of get around that. And one of the things um, you can do is, you know, uh, we talk about mental mapping. So I don't know if you're, you're into sports or you tour this for sports, but if you're, if you're still working on, if you still want to be like engaged in a sport or an activity that you enjoy, um, mentally map techniques or um, practices that you would do. Um, also learning how to grow. This goes to whether you're in sports, a specific sport or not just going to the the concept of finding other things that keep you occupied and keep you growing as a person so do you look at okay so my legs are out of commission but you're building your upper body right so on a physical aspect that's something you can do uh, you can build your core to an extent right um and uh so you can do core workouts build a strong core so that's physically but you can also do things mentally with something else that you now have time to uh get better at so just looking at ways to stay proactive, even though you got something that is sidelining you in other ways is, is important. Or as you'll hear in the army, like a billion times, if you guys join, uh, hunt the good stuff. It's a pretty common. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, just try to, you got to try to be optimistic really, uh, as, as like tough as it is sometimes, like you just got to kind of find things to, like you said, occupy yourself or work on yourself. Um, and, and know that obviously, you know, it's, a short duration and you're going to be able to get back to the way you were um, and get back to it. So it's a small, small break, you know, on your path. <clears throat> yeah. Zay says, what's up, dude. What's up, Zay. Welcome to the chat, brother. Um, uh, it's dude, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, exile says like just the head, head vision, dude. I look like, I look like a, like a catfish tender profile, <laughs> right? That's just normal. Face, That's what you look like. <laughs> No, stop. Um, Exiled says, when is that ab program coming out? I have a really weak core and want some nice abs. Um, Great question, dude. When is the ab annex coming so, out? So actually, the, the program itself is written. What me and James are working on is, so if you've seen my other programs, you know, we tie a lot of videos and, and links into things so that we build, you know, kind of like this well-rounded thing. So the written portion is done. Um, we're going to do some formatting things and stuff when we finalize it. But as far as the program itself, it's done. Now we got to make videos 
that correspond to it because there's new um, exercises that I'm introducing. So if you go do any of my programs, I have an exercise index that'll list every single workout you're doing. And there's like how-to videos on each of them. So we got new exercises we're bringing in. Um, also, we're looking at interval timers that we're introducing. So train like a ranger specific interval timers so that you guys can follow along. And then I was telling James that I am going to uh, do an ab workout or two um, that is a sample from the programs. So you guys will be able to follow along with me as well. But I, that that may not be done before the program releases. Maybe we'll release it and then I'll do the follow along um, <clears throat> video for it. So, so to answer timeline, the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're working on the interval timer now. Uh, James actually been working hard on that. Um, it's a nightmare, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> proved to be harder, harder than we thought it was going to be, but, um, so we're working on that. And then when I get back, we're going to film. So I'm, I'm in Texas, uh, for a family matter. I'm going to get back at the end of next week. When I get back, uh, me and my wife's going to help, right. She's going to help film, uh, the different exercises with me. And, um, and then we're going to get that stuff uploaded. And so that'll probably be within a week. It'll so, be ideally, it'll be before the weeks. end of February. Right. And we'll update as it gets close. Well, okay. Yeah. Before the end of February. Yeah. Well, we'll just keep the updates coming, but for sure it's not going to be out next week. Cause I'm, I'll still be in Texas. Um, so uh, maybe, maybe we'll say, we'll follow up the week after and see what our timeline looks like. You got a question on your end? Yeah, I do. Um, <clears throat> DJ Rans, uh, no, you will be stronger than you were before the injury. Yes. That's, That's what a I good said. mentality to have. Uh, also, any injury recovery advice? Thanks. So, yes, and, and I always preface this with be sure you talk to a medical professional before you um, – before you get too heavy in rehab advice, but I do have a video on shin splints, which goes for a lot of injuries. Um, so check out my video I did on shin splints on YouTube that has a lot of good advice in it. Alrighty, Axe319C says, hey guys, quick question. Is it better to land in, is it better to land in the front of your foot or your heel when running? Appreciate it. Good, good question. So actually a lot of people have issues, um, especially people with arch problems, whenever they're doing a heel strike and they're running. So people who are striking heavy with their heel, they, uh, they tend to have a lot more issues with shin splints and, and other joint injuries. So um, I, like to, I like to say, look into more of a mid foot strike is what it's referred to. So you can, you can look up mid foot strike running form um, people do heel to heel to toe, um, running, which is fine. If you know what you're doing, I would push to most people do a midfoot strike. Um, not on your toes though. Don't run on your toes. Um, I, I think there is a toe running form, but I've never told anybody to run on their toes. So I would do a midfoot strike, uh, in the meantime, and you can look at, uh, there's, there's different types of running forms on there and all of them, all of them are fine. But that mid foot strike is the best. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to add to that one. No, I'm not. That was it. Um, I have uh, one here. I have one here. Um, okay. JM says, is it normal to see privates with tabs in the regiment? Uh, 
no, if you see a private with a tab, it means he uh, he did something he got not good. Trouble. Yeah, he he did something <laughs> not good. Yeah, he got demoted. Yeah, um, he got he got caught doing something he wasn't supposed to do. <clears throat> I've seen that only once. A guy got bumped all the way down to fuzzy. So he's a dude with like, you know, all it's, the badges and. It's real awkward when you're a private too, and then they're a private, but they're like a tab. So like, it's real awkward. But at that point, usually if they get bumped down to like fuzzy, they're probably on their way out anyway. So like, they don't really care. It's it's a very weird. Yeah. It's a it's a weird interaction. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. But yeah, because you can. Yeah, because essentially you're not gonna go until you're a specialist, and if you go before you're a specialist, you're a specialist when you get back. Um, because like you hit specialist at either 18 months or two years. Um, so like it's hard for you to get through the entire track, get to regimenting, and you wouldn't get a slot. You don't get a slot before you're a specialist. Yep. Uh, Leo says, can you still get into the regiment going airborne infantry? So whatever unit you get assigned to essentially um yeah you can you can apply to uh go to rasp and and uh yeah get in that way yeah at, at any unit you go to you can drop a packet for rasp uh you don't even technically have to be airborne they usually prefer it but if you're not you'll go to rasp and if you pass you'll go to airborne before you go to your battalion yeah either way you'll have to go through airborne yeah that's for sure um Got one on your end. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the day in the life of a regiment? In the life of regiment, if you're infantry, um, it really depends. Uh, we said this before. Um, Daniel calls it the the job of surprise. Um, because every day is very, very drastically different. Like it is, you're not. It's not a very scheduled lifestyle. Um, like your schedule of showing up to work at the same time every day isn't even a thing. Like it's, there's no every day day that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Java surprises. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, to, to give you an example, there was days that were super easy, um, days where you go and do PT and then you go eat breakfast and then you come back and, you know, it really depends on what's going on, but you know, I had days where I'd come in after breakfast and they'd be like, yeah, we got nothing. So you're done. That's pretty cool. Four day weekends. Wow. That's pretty cool. But then there was times where you'd come in, somebody would run in out of breath. They're like, Hey, we need you for three days. We're going out to maybe you're leaving the state. Who knows? And and then uh, cancel all your plans because there you go. And, and sometimes it's a lot more than that. Sometimes, you know, Sometimes you're deploying, you know, surprise, uh, getting called at three in the morning because they're doing, um, doing um, a readiness drill, right? Um, who knows? You never know. So it is, it is truly the job of surprises. I think I've told this story before. I'm pretty sure I, I was out for like three or four days doing um, some kind of training as a 13 Fox. And I, we were literally, we were literally loading up to go home. And I was just like, oh, nice. Get to go home, shower, relax. And uh, the platoon I was attached to as an FO they needed a they were down someone for squad live fires so i had to then after i was on my training go and do three days of squad live fires as an infantryman um but like i was getting i was just about to go home and they were like hey going to the field for three days like literally and i didn't have my stuff like i didn't have all my it was yeah it is um yeah i i would not say that there is just like a 
normal everyday schedule in, in regiment no yeah it, it's uh definitely you know that saying get comfortable with being uncomfortable but there's gonna be days you are uh you are sad sad panda dude because uh you're looking forward to the weekend or or something that you were really looking forward to your one piece of freedom and then just be like yoink you're right um so you're all gonna have times where you're just a sad sad guy um but uh but there's also a lot of pros like we got we got the cool gear cool training um, oh yeah yeah and then there were like like you said there were days where you'd kind of get it back and you wouldn't do much that day so yeah it's a it's a balance yeah yeah for sure um let's see Oh, Comrade Lawrence Page says Bill's Mafia for life. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I needed to say. What questions? Uh, hey, what? Okay, I see. I see. He says, what do, what do we listen to while lifting? Connor says, what do we listen to while lifting? I was reading his. Uh, oh, um, I. it depends on the day. So um, normally what I do is I, you know, I put my AirPods in. I go to the gym. So what I do is I stretch, uh, warm up stretch, uh, and then I do a little bit of like light, low impact cardio. So during that time, I usually listen to like a podcast. Uh, during football season, it's like usually a Bills or an NFL podcast, um, or even on YouTube, like looking up Good Morning Football and highlights and stuff like that. Um, and then I once I actually start lifting after I'm done with my low impact cardio, uh, I just listen to my music. I have a um, like a high tempo playlist that I listen to um, that has like a mix and match of everything. It's mostly uh, done. I pick the songs based off of uh, how many beats per minute. Um, Cause like, like try to keep the tempo high. Yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, I actually created an open playlist where a community playlist and I'm going to release it. I was telling, uh, I talked about this. I, it was either the last live stream or the stream before. I think it was, was the last about. one with Tig. Yeah. Yeah, Tig asked if, uh, and I did send it to him. He asked for the if we had a playlist or thought about creating a playlist. I was like, actually, we already have one. I invited a bunch of guys to bring in music, and uh, and so they did. But um, I'm gonna release it once I lock it. I'll need to make sure nobody's gonna get in there and post something crazy. But <clears throat> um, but yeah, a bunch of good songs in there. I listen to everything from um, do just the. Like, hardcore gangster rap to to country to rock to i mean i just all of it but i would say you know i when i'm working out definitely definitely a lot of rap stuff um i like i like uh i like rock obviously i mean rap and rock i think it's kind of a given a lot of the time but um yeah i don't know techno all that Um, stuff just high tempo stuff yeah exactly like i go by beats per minute especially in like when i run i have a different playlist for depending on how far i'm running um yeah so stuff like that but i i'm the same i listen to a lot of different genres uh i think it's he may says what's college like for old man veterans like yourself both socially and academically um yeah, I'll speak about my experience. It was uh, I, I only went for a short period of time before I ended up moving to where I live now. It's a little bit awkward. Uh, luck, actually, it's funny. I tell a story to a bunch of people. My like best friend at college was like a fifty-year-old Air Force vet um, named George. Like 
I hung out with a 50 year old. Like I, that's the person that I connected with the most and hung out with. Um, cause it's a little bit weird. You know, I was going, you know, I was, you know, 27 years old, uh, 28 years old. So like, I don't have anything to talk to 18 year olds about re- really like in like a social setting. It's like, we're at like way different parts of life. Um, I'm just trying to kind of go there, get my degree and get out of there. Uh, I have, you know, my partner and family and friends already. So I'm not trying to like go to parties or so I, I'm a little, it's a little weird. It's a, it's a little bit weird. Um, so I would go to the vet center at my school and a bunch of veterans were hung out up there. So that's most of the guys that I hung out with. Um, it's just easier. You had a little bit more in common with them and they were all a little bit older. Yeah. Um, academically, uh, I mean, school was easy. Um, it's, uh, you know, you, you, it's just a lot, it's a lot easier than the army. So it was, it was pretty smooth sailing. Um, the army teaches you pretty good time management, which is really like the key to success at college. Yeah. You know, we actually, my frustration at college was just, uh, cause there was so much discipline and, and work ethic where we came from. And so when I, when I started working at the college, I mean, you got guys who just didn't have that. And then you got, you got polar opposites. So like in the civilian world is very much, you got dudes who are the hardest working people you've ever seen in your life. And then you also have people who just nothing, no work ethic whatsoever. Everything's a chore for them. Um, so it's, it's, you know, in a place like where we came from, that's consistent. Everybody's hardworking. Whereas uh, civilian world, there's a, there's a wide range. And I would say same is true for college. Um, but I, I actually, I, I, I worked hard in college. Like uh, it, it wasn't, you know, luckily my college was paid for with the GI Bill because um, I couldn't imagine, you know, paying all that out of pocket. Some guys are working, you know, multiple jobs, putting themselves through school. Um, the ones, especially the ones who are trying to make the grade, like I took hard classes. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't easy. I mean, I had to work hard in college, but luckily I had that work ethic from the army to, to carry through. Yeah. Um, I mean, time management is so big in college. Like it, it's, yeah. it, that really is like the key to success in college is time management. Like if you manage you your time to, properly. Yep. In army, you learn how to cut what to ignore and what to focus on. Exactly. I think that was, yeah. And some of the kids don't know how to do that. They try to focus on everything and you can't. Um, so I got kind of, a I got kind of a, a touch of your question. I'll go ahead and usually I don't, uh, dive super into these, but I'll touch this one. Um, says, how, how do you guys feel about how the war ended the way it did past summer? Um, obviously, obviously not ideal. Um, and, and God bless, God bless the Marines who, uh, got pulled in to, to do that. And those guys, these guys uh, were put in a shit situation and did an uh, amazing job. And, and uh, obviously, it really, really tough to see uh, how that went down. Um, so it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a movie, right? Like, it, in a way that a movie is going good for so long and the ending can have just such a it can almost make the whole thing feel a certain way. And I think, I think you're seeing a lot of vets hurting right now with how that ending went. And, uh, and so really we just got to be, be there for them. And and it wasn't ideal and, and it's, uh, yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, I don't know. We had a talk. I mean, me and you, the group message that we're in with a, a couple of buddies from first bet. Um, we kind of had to, to go through and, you know, just tell each other that like, Hey, it doesn't change. 
you know what we did or like our you know anything like that like there, there's only so much you can, can only control what you can control um so we i tried hard you know because we have a couple buddies take it a little bit harder um and so you know just gotta try to kind of make sure that everyone knows that it doesn't doesn't diminish like anything that you've done um like it sucks and it like was definitely not ideal um yeah but you really have to focus on yeah, one person, you know, so we just have to focus on like what we did, what we were able to control, what we were able to do. Um, and, you know, there's only so much you can, you know, when you look at things with such a large scope, like I'm just one person, like I don't really have um, much effect on on the world at large, but I can affect, you know, people here and there throughout my life, um, including, you know, on deployment, you know with people we've met and things like that. So I just kind of focus on like the little things that I was able to do uh, to connect and help people on the scale that I had control over. Um, so I yeah. try not to let that stuff kind of bog me down. And that's a great, that's a great point. Control what you can control. And it, it's actually a, a message that uh, when I've talked to buddies who are struggling and stuff, um, a lot of veterans have this problem of thinking that they have to control everything. You know, you get sucked up in what's happening in the world. Uh, I got to do something. I got to do something. And to an extent, you know, yeah, you can do certain things, but it goes back to what can you control, you know, what's in your wheelhouse to control. And, uh, and that's what you focus on. Um, some guys really drive themselves crazy and that, that, um, it'll get to them, but it's like at a certain point, you know, it's like you said, what did you, what did you impact? Okay. You got to find, you got to find the silver lining. You got to find the green grass, and say, you know, that was, it was good what I did. Um, and it goes back to what I was saying about the movie thing. Like, what was happening when dudes were doing their part was very real and impacted real people. And, um, and it mattered, but you know, the way that it ended, a lot of dudes just kind of focused on that. And it was like you said, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, what can you control, control being, we can be there for each other. We can be, you know, look out for the guys who are especially taking it hard. Um, we still have an amazing community. We got dudes who have formed bonds. We have dudes who have even the guys who have struggled together. Um, I mean, we've really built a community of awesome, hardworking people who have sacrificed, who, um, who have, uh, gained a lot of experiences, um, so yeah, you just gotta find the green grass. Like I said, control what you can control. Yeah, for any Game of Thrones fans, it's kind of like how Game of Thrones was good, and then like the end is really bad and kind of let down. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> yeah, I literally thought about Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> that show, that show was uh, unrelated, but that show was uh, that show was amazing, right? Show was amazing. I'm like, man, this is gonna be just. Cool. I can't wait to see when winter comes, and then they did winter. Winter was like in a day. Yep. I was like, yo, winter is one episode? We've been waiting on this for what, seven seasons, eight, eight seasons? Yeah, it's there. like a decade that just down the Thank drain. You. Down the drain. Yeah, they used to take whole seasons for one guy to get from one place to another. Then it was one episode. They zipped over here, zipped back, zipped over here, zipped back. Like, dang, dude. You guys are teleporting now. Who we got? We got Axe with more, Bill Slander. Um, <laughs> All right. Is that the guy who called you JJ? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Um, this is actually a good question. I think that we have, uh, we can get, I, I'm not sure. Leader says, got a question for you guys. Is there a place to find the RAS one packing list? I thought we had one, did we not? 
Oh, a pegging list? Y- yes. That's actually, that's a good idea to just put one on our site. But um, yeah, you can find it online. Um, and I, I did, uh, I had a guy send me a link for a pegging that's what, list. That's what I thought we had one. Yeah, we we sent it up in the in the um in the Discord, TLR Discord. I sent up a some packing list notes. So okay, well, maybe we can pull that out and get that on like a post on the Instagram or something. Yeah, we need to pull that in a post or something because we get that question all the time. <clears throat> get them some sort of packing list there. Do you have questions? Or you want me to keep going? Yeah, it says James. What was your MOS while in Juan says so. Uh, we were both in Jaren's answer today, but yeah, we were both Ford observers. Yeah. Yes, thirteen foxes. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> is there any good cardio workouts to do inside from Grimes? Um, yes, we actually talked about this the other day. I mean, like those hit workouts are really good cardio. Um, and they take they're pretty quick. Uh, so if like you don't have a gym and you don't have a lot of time, like any of those like hit high intensity workouts are going to be really good for you. Yeah. Um, I was big in, I was big in the hit, uh, exercises for, for a while. I still do them, but I used to do them like all the time. And, uh, and yeah, you can just your body weight, you can absolutely smoke yourself. Like I'd be, I'd be there in a puddle of sweat and I didn't even move. Like you could have drew, uh, let me be realistic, like a six foot circle around me. Right. And, uh, and I, I know you got a joke. I know you got a joke. Okay, let's say ten foot circle, right? Um, you could have drew a ten foot circle around me, and and uh, and I would be in that ten foot circle working out and absolutely um, smoke myself. So. Oh, Aiden says, "What extra pay are Rangers entitled to?" That's a good one. So yeah, airborne pay is given um, when you when you get through Ranger school. There's like a team leader pay you get. Um, I don't know if they do it now. I know they were stingy about it, but uh, food allowance, I think you get an option for that after you, after, um, I don't know if they're doing it for, for privates now, but um, I know they're doing it for team leaders and stuff. So, and, uh, yeah, but Rangers also get uh, extra food pay. Uh, so like I didn't, which I didn't know that. Um, until right. I got to the regular army and went to one of their yeah, defects yeah. and like, you don't get as much food. So you're, oh. you're, you're allowed like one and a half rations or something like that at regiment. So the ran- like the regiment defects give you more food. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, like you remember how we used to get like six egg omelets? Like you can't do that. That's yeah. not a thing. <laughs> Interesting. <clears throat> um, Yeah. Yeah, and and when you deploy, you get things like a hazardous duty pay, and your pay's tax free too. So that's that definitely adds up quick. Um, Crouton says, "Just finished my I like that Crouton. Uh, just finished my first jujitsu class. It was great. Any tips for a beginner? Um, that's on you, Danny. I don't do jujitsu. Yeah, um, no, that's great, dude. Just keep showing up. It's gonna be you're gonna feel like you're drowning, drowning in the deep end of the pool." um for a long time but i would say i would say you know just keep showing up you can there's tons of uh i know coaches bash on like pulling in extra info online but you know look up like fundamentals online get an idea okay i would focus on positions like what each position is i would focus on basic survival like if you get stuck in this just look at two two escapes from each position so 
somebody put you in side control, you know, what do you not want to do, right? Open an elbow and all these other things. So just understand fundamentals of each position, what they're trying to control, what you need to do, and then, you know, go through all your positions and do that. Um, and then try understanding the names of certain things. But like I said, it just keeps showing up. That's what all the coaches will tell you. Just keep showing up because they're going to go through all that stuff and you'll learn it as you go. Um, um, Shel Shelton says <laughs> thoughts, thoughts on uh, running on a treadmill versus outdoors. Uh, I always, <clears throat> I always say outdoors is, is better overall for fitness, but obviously you can use a treadmill if, uh, you're looking for a little bit more lower impact running or, um, or, uh, if it's, if it's like just bad weather outside, you're not feeling it that day, you know, then obviously, or, or if you're in a city, right. If you're in a city or something and like, say you're in a hotel and they got a gym in there, you want to get some running in, but you don't want to like run through the city. So obviously treadmills ideal there. Um, so yeah, I mean, treadmill is a good option. You're still going to get good cardio in, but outdoors is always better. Yeah, the issue that I have with treadmills that I tell everybody is uh, you don't get that same impact. So you, it can get you like really addition splints and things later down the road because uh, your body just won't yeah, be used to the cool. impact of running on the road. So I've said this a couple of times, swimmers, people who run on treadmills, like they're not used to the impact. So when you guys are running a lot, uh, when you first join the army and you're not used to it, a lot of people get shin splints and stuff like that, like little stress fractures and things just because their bodies aren't used to it. So I would try to avoid running only on a treadmill. Um but obviously it's it's if that's the only thing you have or it's the best option at the time like no one's going to say you know it's better that you do it than not do it at all <clears throat> yeah no doubt um uh, <clears throat> got anything on your end yeah although alan answered a lot of them so if you enter the army as an 11x option for oh, this one 40 and volunteer everyone for ras will you go to Regiment as 11X, still figuring this out. And Alan answered, he says, L11X is a placeholder MOS for 11 Bravo or 11 Charlie. Uh, so essentially what will happen is, um, like Alan said, you either, when you get to um, like basic AIT OSIT, uh, you get kind of like, they're like, all right, you guys are going to be 11 Bravos and you guys are going to be 11 Charlies. And then you guys go to your own OSITs. Um, no way to guarantee uh, which one you're going to get. Yeah. Um, Ian says, what does a PT session look like in Ranger Battalion? Are guys hitting the gym daily, running calisthenics? Yes. I mean, all the all those things. So um, yes. it, it depends like who, you know, who your, who your leadership is, because everybody kind of splits off. There are times where we come together and do unified, uh, unified PT. I, see, I still get in the habit of saying we I've been out for some time, but, uh, you know, Rangers get together and they do unified PT. And then also guys are splitting off and doing, you know, gym set. Maybe these guys will be at the gym. This squad will be at the gym. This squad will be running. You know, if, if it was our squad, Tony, uh, you know, you know, who would be making us run around the entire base, um, every day, you know, it just, every day I told him, he's like, he's like, uh, we had some dudes in particular two new dudes who were struggling with pushups a little more. And I was like, you know, because we're not doing any of that. Yeah, I was like, like you're just can't run every day, and these dudes aren't going to get better. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but uh, PT's kind of done at like the squad level. Um, so really, it depends on your leadership. We'll we'll that'll yeah. adjust what your PT schedule is. Um, regiment trust their you know subordinate leadership to to handle stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Reggie says, "What I missed, Reggie." 
good question. So after we do these lives, we post them to YouTube. So you guys can always, if you miss anything that happened, you guys can go to YouTube um, and see our lives. YouTube.com slash C slash train like a ranger. Um, you know, so find train like a ranger on YouTube and, or you can go to the website, click the YouTube icon. It'll take you there also. Also is Reggie white your real name. Cause that's pretty sweet. Um, all right. Jackson says, uh, so if you're qualified and everything and they take, take you still, wait, I missed the, Oh, that's the 11 X thing. Um, so if you're qualified and everything, they will take you still because let's say that when you were joining the army, there were no 11 Bravo Ranger contracts. He also says that Jay sounds like disaster, which I've heard a few times. Um, <clears throat> you kind of do that. It's not me. I don't know. Um, so yes, um, you can volunteer if you qualify for RASP, usually along the way as an 11 Bravo, especially if you have the option for, for the airborne contract. Um, I would be stunned if you don't meet the requirements that there would be no chance for you to volunteer along the way. I, Pretty much all the um, combat OSs, they usually need them all the time. So it's really, really easy to, to volunteer for those. Because option 40 contracts are kind of done like at a couple different levels before they get down to the recruiters, they usually all kind of pile on at once and then they get used and then it takes a little while for them to sort of like refresh. Um, but yeah, you should have a chance, especially as an 11 series, to volunteer along the way. Yeah. And also, just you guys, are, uh, hold on. And YouTube chat, Alan Johnson is, he was in uh, the army as well. 173rd, he spent some time uh, with SF, attached to SF for a little while too. So he, his information is uh, mostly good. I won't give him a big head. So it's mostly good. <clears throat> uh, 12 says battalion runs, still mandatory in regiment. Uh, yeah, we did a few battalion runs. Um, I mean, you know, how often would you say it was? It wasn't. Not very. Wasn't that? Long. No, usually there'd be like one or two times where, like, you, probably once a year, I would say. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. You just don't have time to get every. The whole is ever together. There's always so much stuff going on. I know. Like it's yeah. so rare that like a, all the all like all the companies are just doing different stuff and things. So it's kind of tough to get everybody together. Yeah, you got to keep in mind back in the back, you know. It was like somebody was always gone, you know, doing something. So. Yeah. Uh, Malador says, what do you guys consider the most undesirable MOS in regiment? Um, personally, I, uh, any of the, the Seaburn stuff is, I'm just not interested in that at all. I want nothing to do with any chemical, any, none of it. I want nothing to do with it. Well, also, they made a lot of those guys, they just kind of sh stuffed them in the supply room. You know, uh, that's and, until it yeah. was time to do seaburn related stuff. stuff. Well, uh, which that'll be that won't be the case, I think, going forward now with everything that's going on in the world. Um, yeah, because when you're yeah. fighting a conventional army, that's going to be where it's more relevant. Um, whereas, like in Afghanistan and Iraq, it wasn't as relevant um, to that fight specifically in that theater. Um, but as they kind of spread out and everything that's going on, they probably are doing a lot more um, train up and stuff. But whether they get shut into the supply or they're doing their job, I just, I don't want it. I don't want to. I don't ever want to have the, to be the frontline guy against a chemical warfare attack. I just, that's, um, I'm not interested. The power to those yeah. guys and uh, men and women that do that, but I can't, I, I, that's not my, that's not the way I want to go. It's like, uh, and this isn't, this isn't regiment necessarily, but 
Uh, I guess you could lump this in with like combat engineer though. Um, you know, like EOD, I got a buddy who's EOD and I was like, yeah, but why though, dude? Like, you know, <laughs> you God bless those guys, but man, that is the last thing I want to do, dude. Um, a lot of those, those guys, guys are pretty, you call to yeah. go. they're like pretty relaxed too. Yeah. It's weird that you have to have like a really just like steady mindset to do that stuff. That would be tough for me as well. I think. <clears throat> oh dude. Yeah. He's a, that guy is, he's wicked smart, but yeah, I was just such a, such a, such a badass job and like high stress and, and, and intelligence requirement. And this guy, he's just kind of a, um, like a nerdier guy, like plays video games. Like you would, you wouldn't guess, dude, you wouldn't guess. You'd just be like, yep, yeah, let me go disarm explosives. You know, <laughs> it's amazing, dude. Um, I've thought about having him on the podcast. I, I've actually invited him, so we'll see. I'm actually, I'll reach back out to him, see if he wants to do it. I don't want to pressure him too hard. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, he's a, he expressed interest in it. Uh, Peyton Z says, what would you guys consider good run times before you leave for rest? Um, good run times? I assume, I don't know. Are you mean two mile or five mile? I'll just answer both. Uh, five mile time before you leave for rest, I would say probably, I would ideally you're probably shooting for like 36 minutes um you want to give yourself a little bit of play there because um like you don't know how bad of a day you're gonna have you don't know what you're doing the day before and stuff like that for some of those runs so you want to give yourself a little bit of play you don't want to be showing up running at a 39 30 because like yeah it's under 40 minutes but like you know if anything goes wrong you only have a 30 second little bit of play time there um, so I would say yeah. 36, 37 minutes around there to give yourself a little a, bit of leeway. I'm a high achiever for you guys. So I always say under 35, but realistically for them, it's going to be under 40 and you pass now, but you, what you got to keep in mind is, you know, maybe if you guys aren't from Georgia, right, there's going to be higher humidity. Also, you're going to, there's going to be some elevation changes. Like there, you're going to be running up hills, downhills. Um, you know, so you know, you never know, you're not just running a flat track, you know, so you never know what the what the five mile uh, terrain is exactly going to look like. So you just got to prepare for things that aren't necessarily there. So well, and we did um, our five mile day one too. So like, imagine trying to sleep the day before you go to rasp, and then you have to run a five mile in the morning. Like I didn't sleep at all. So like I was yeah, tired. you guys are nervous. Yeah, <clears throat> you're nervous, and then you yeah, so you're sleep deprived. Maybe you didn't get the right nutrition because you're. You're nervous. You weren't as hungry. You know, you got to take all those things into consideration. Those things that you know, um, I feel like aren't really thought of, but those are all things that play a factor in how you perform. Because I was averaging around 37, 36, 37 minutes, like thirty six, uh, thirty when I got to rasp, and like that day, I, I ran like a thirty eight minute five mile because it was just like a lot going on and like there's a lot of people in your way and you're not really sure you like the track you haven't done it before the course so you're like it's a lot going on um yeah people yelling at you all morning (laughs) it's a little stressful okay it's a little bit stressful that's all i'm saying it's all by design too yeah so that's why i always push for you guys in the programs i always say you know i'm giving you times that are higher and reps that are higher than is actually the prerequisite and I, it's all on purpose because i want you guys to think beyond what's just the minimum right or i say minimum for them but what's minimum is usually the maximum right but uh but yeah there's a reason i'm telling you guys that all right exiled says how often should i have a cheat meal 
I have one every week, and I know it's setting me back. I thought it said every day at first. I was like, well, that's bad. Um, yeah, it depends, I guess, on what your cheat meal is, and it also depends. Actually, I think you actually, you may have actually been the person who got the free uh, plan during our Christmas live. Um, realistically, it just depends on what kind of cheat meal you have. Like, if you're doing, like, the rock cheat meal where he's eating, like, 30 pancakes and, like, four pizzas and stuff, <laughs> like, yeah, that's where I set you back a little bit. Um, yeah. But it really just depends um, on what your cheat meal is. Obviously, every week is a little bit much, um, especially depending on how bad it is. Like if you have a day where you're ingesting seven thousand calories, like yeah, it's gonna be rough on the rough on the body. Um, but if you're only going like five hundred calories over your normal intake, like as your cheat day, that's not as big of a deal. <clears throat> yeah. Um. um. By the way, we got four four minute timer. Oh, okay. I got closer uh, to three. I got like so. two. I got two more. Uh, what do engineers okay. in regiment do besides breaching? Uh, mostly breaching and building. Breaching and building. It's like the engineer thing. Um. Uh, currently doing RASP PT and AIT. How else can I prepare myself? Um. Well, learning your job uh, is really ideal. Obviously in AIT, so you know, don't just focus on on the next step. You got to focus on what you're doing right now. Uh, Ranger PT or RASP PT is going to be really good. Um, and then I tell the guys, I've been telling guys this lately, like Ranger Creed, some of that stuff. Uh, so you can kind of know how to focus on it. So you're not trying to learn the Ranger Creed at RASP. Um, so know all of like those army things and your creeds and stuff like that. So it's just not an extra thing you have to think about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um that that will help i mean yeah if you don't know the ranger creed it's definitely worth taking some extra time and learning that because it, it's a longer creed um not quite as long as it was the was the the nco creed that one's like insanely long dude i had to listen uh, to that in my car on like the way to work for a while when i was going to blc to get oh man that was rough that was pretty long um yeah so yeah but de definitely worth learning stuff like that uh also ranger history that that one's just gonna help you Airborne in Ranger general. in the Sky, um, Ranger History, yeah, all that stuff. Anything yeah. that you can get kind of academically before you go, it just allows you to focus on the other stuff. Like as as the less you have on your plate there, the easier of a time you're gonna have. <clears throat> yeah. Twelve says, Do we still remember the Creed? Yes, we do. Yes. Still remember the Ranger Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Said it probably thousands and thousands of oh, times. Oh, easily. Yeah. Many, many, many times. So. I That's almost remember the dog face yes. soldier song that we used to sing when we were going through in processing that <laughs> third ID. Too. <laughs> oh God. Unfortunately, I will remember that too. As a, as a 90 year old man, which we all know I'm not ever going to see that, but, um, but you could ask me then and I would, uh, yeah, I would still be able to recite those. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's going to be it though. Right. We're at 859. Yeah. I think that's a I think that's a stream. So thank you guys for coming in. Uh, be sure to check out trainlikearanger.com. We have workout programs, nutrition programs, merchant apparel, informational content, and much more on the agenda. Uh, along with that, today we released a couple of blogs and articles, and that is something that uh, I'm definitely looking to expand while I'm here in Texas. So that's something I can definitely do in the meantime until uh, we get back and knock out the rest of those ad videos, and, and then we'll get you a new program. So got a lot on the agenda. Thanks again for tuning in. You got anything uh, else for these guys? Uh, no, just have a good weekend, guys, and uh, go Bills. Yeah, uh, have a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs>